0: Throughout this year we've seen a clash for the government trying to address issues like wage inequality through a minimum wage hike and other income-led growth measures clashing with businesses and conservatives who've argued that these policies are a major reason why the economy has remained sluggish. Then again in the long term we might ask ourselves why the government's staying so fixed with this idea and our next guest may well have part of the answer Richard Wilkinson emeritus professor of public health at the University of Nottingham co-author with Kate Pickett of influential books such as The Spirit Level and The Inner Level how more equal societies reduce stress restore sanity and improve everyone's well-being professor wilkinson thank you very much for being part of our special interview series in celebration well, nice of to be um, well it's a pleasure to have you with us, and just to make clear, we are celebrating TBS-EFM's 10th anniversary. So, good. <laughs> you were in Seoul last month for the Asia Future Forum. That was organised by the Hungary newspaper. How did that go?
1: Well, it was a a, a big and impressive event. Um, and actually, it was the first time I'd met Thomas Piketty. So, um, we go around tr- speaking about the same issues again and again, um, it was the first time i had a chance to talk to him, so that was nice.
0: That certainly is. It was also
1: the... my first uh, view of um, Seoul and, and South Korea, and I was so impressed by it. Uh, it made me think i come from a back, a backward, poor, dirty little society compared to the modern buildings and subway and so on that Seoul has.
0: Well, that certainly is a glowing reference. Um, I was going to say we've also had the pleasure of speaking to Thomas Piketty on the show and it's nice to to know that we are able to attract names such as yourselves to a forum. What kind of issues were discussed there?
1: Well, a whole range of issues around uh, inequality. Um, uh, he discussed uh, the failure of politics to control inequality. Uh, the changing part, political party voting patterns um, between classes. Uh, there was a European uh, Union ambassador talking about sustainability and inequality. One of the things that interested me most was um, somebody who showed that uh, patents per head of population, which is an important um, measure of creativity and innovation, are higher in more equal societies than more unequal societies. we would shown that on a, uh, just using a few countries, but this is a much bigger and better study. And people often say, even if inequality has bad social effects, that maybe we need it to drive innovation and
0: creativity. And he was showing exactly the opposite is true. Right, so there's another tick in the box for Equality. Just a bit more on your background. As a social epidemiologist, you've been researching how inequality has uh, a range of negative impacts, including on people's health. But there you have, in the UK, the NHS system, which sounds wonderful, can be wonderful, but also seems to be creaking under great financial pressure. Uh, How does its example inform us about the, the pursuit of equality, at least on healthcare,
1: I think the very general misunderstandings about the importance of of medical care, um, much more important than the care you get for some life threatening illness, are whether you get it and what age you get it in the first place. Uh, can you need good medical care, and it it does make a difference. But the difference it makes is overshadowed by the huge differences in the incidence of of disease caused really by differences in the quality of people's social and economic lives, how stressed they are and things
0: like that. Well stress, um, certainly many of us would concede that it's a factor in overall health, psychological and physical. and and a column you wrote for the Guardian newspaper, Inequality breeds stress and anxiety. No wonder so many Britons are suffering. Um, You mentioned there that a survey commissioned by the Mental Health Foundation in the UK last year showed 74% of adults were so stressed they felt overwhelmed or unable to cope. How can we clearly draw the line between that, though, and inequality?
1: One of the things inequality does is increase the importance of status. Class and status become more powerful determinants of of people's lives. Also more powerful social dividers. Um, And with that, we all worry more about uh, how we are seen and judged by others and we judge each other more by status. Um, And that goes so far that it undermines people's feelings of of self-worth. It damages community life people, many people start to feel that social contact is a sort of ordeal um, because you have to worry about self-presentation and whether people think you're uh, nice, interesting, clever, uh, attractive, so on, uh, and the fears of the opposite. All those kinds of issues seem to be increased with Greater inequality, and to lead through stresses and the breakdown of, of uh, social life, and as I say, the worries about uh, social comparisons into forms of mental illness. Um, we we know quite well that the human brain's brain has a has areas dealing with status differences rather like um, many uh, other mammalian species monkeys in dominance hierarchies they have to know how to treat differently superiors and inferiors they have to know their own social status and we have similar areas of the brain Um, and it looks now as if quite a number of mental illnesses are bound up with those issues of either feeling your complete failure, low self-esteem, lack of confidence uh, that leads to depression and social isolation, or uh, often the opposite response, which is if you're worried about how you're seen, you're seen and judged, you sort of big yourself up. You go in for rather sort of grandiose self-presentation, narcissism, and things like that. And we see both responses. Mm. Are more common in more unequal societies. It's it's quite remarkable uh, that you can go from the increased um, social hierarchy uh, to more worries about status and the effect, then uh, the different effects of that on mental illness
0: i'm I'm reminded by um well there' have been a number of uh, expressions of this, but perhaps very famously George Orwell's animal farm his attempt to uh, demonstrate what happens when when seemingly equal beings uh, attempt equality the thing is from that biological standpoint that you that you mentioned before can we not also say that we are genetically wired to have differences and it's very difficult to get a whole group of human beings together and and agree on on being equal
1: well first i should say we're not talking about uh uh, total equality that doesn't exist anywhere and uh, so we can't study the data of what what such a society would be like Uh, all we do is compare um, countries with different levels of inequality. And uh, it looks as if the more equal of the rich developed countries, um, countries like the Scandinavian countries, do much better than ones like Britain and the US, which have much bigger income differences. Uh, what's, what was the other point you asked me? Well, I mean, they draw
0: together on this question of whether we're just biologically oh, wired yes, to yes. find differences.
1: It's. It's very clear that human beings have uh, the, if you like, equipped with the psychology for social strategies to do with dominance and subordination, which comes probably from our pre-human evolution, but we also have strategies to do with uh, friendship, uh, equality, reciprocity, and so on, uh, that come from the very long period during which we were anatomically modern living in hunting and gathering societies which appear to have been extremely equal. It wasn't that people suddenly were without a desire for um, preeminence and so on, and uh, it wasn't that they ceased to be selfish and self-serving, it's that the social uh, environment um, was at pains to um, stop those tendencies. They used what's called counter-dominant strategies. And so if you got too uppity and selfish and antisocial, you would be uh, teased and perhaps ostracized from a hunting and gathering community, which was close to a death sentence. We now know a lot about uh, those early societies, and they were characterized by Um, high levels of inequality and of course they cover probably 90% of our existence as anatomically modern so we know that there can be social systems that constrain um, the selfishness and so on that many people regard as innate and uh, in those situations uh, human social relations function much better and you can see in the data more unequal societies, community life weakens, people trust each other less, there are studies which show people are less willing to help each other in more unequal societies, and violence as me- measured by homicide increases. Uh, the, the damage that inequality does to social relations uh, is very, very clear. Um, and it's important because studies of happiness Show that, of course, uh, happiness is strongly affected by how many friends you have, whether you're involved in community life, the quality of your social relations. So inequality strikes at the heart of, in the way of, of the quality of life. Yes. Um, what really matters to us,
0: Professor Wilkinson, and and coming back to the first part of your answer when you stressed that you know this isn't about trying to achieve total equality that maybe answers some of the criticism but are you also fearful of of the political polarization surrounding this issue the the misunderstanding of, of the term, say, socialism or socialist when it's thrown into wider uh, political identities, and the fact that, for example, I mean, I've already mentioned two newspapers today that you've been associated with, the, the Hungary, which organized that forum you attended, the Guardian, which published your column. They're both immediately seen as left-leaning and might be kind of automatically dismissed by the right.
1: Well, the polarization, the political polarization that has taken place recently in so many countries, um, studies show that it is the product of inequality. Um, Paul Krugman, the Nobel Prize-winning economist in the States, shows that uh, while inequality increased in the United States, there was less and less... um, uh, overlap in the voting between uh, um, elected representatives in the in American House and Congress, whereas in the 60s and 70s, when the United States was much more equal, uh, there was a good deal of overlap. So it's the inequality that is polarizing um, and, you know, to try and uh, roll back on that to try and uh, uh, introduce policies of the sort which um, President moon has introduced in in um, South Korea are what we need to counter um, the um, polarization political polarization, which has been extraordinarily damaging
0: yeah, the question is are uh Critics going to accept what might be a good solution presented by someone they perceive as a political enemy. It's a question many countries face. Professor Wilkinson, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, well, Thank you for having me. It's been a tremendous pleasure in celebration of TBS eFM's 10th anniversary. One of the other aspects of great criticism that many conservatives put forward is that w- we've just gone too far too fast in the way of trying to deal with inequality here. Powder Sharp, 1013 for 51 per message, if you'd like to have your say. And coming up in the next half hour, we're going to switch up our focus to Russia and Ukraine tensions dragging in the interests of much of the rest of the world, namely the US, which is where we'll be heading on the line after the latest BBC World News.